We kick off hour number three of the program. Optimism Tuesday edition. It's three and out. Nate Hodges, Houston Crest, Adam Hickman, intern Brett. The gang's all here. I think we said we'd run down the games from tonight. Never did, so uh, do that. College basketball. What better time than now? I guess we'll, we can even start by running down the scores from last night in the top twenty-five. There, there weren't many games that mattered anyway, but there were. Uh, there was one big one um, in the Big Twelve. Texas, the tenth-ranked Texas Longhorns that Tennessee just beat seventy-six. Baylor seventy-one. So a good win for Tennessee's resume. Where was Baylor ranked? Eleven. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia, who's sixth, beat Syracuse on the road, 67-62. And Iowa State went on the road to Texas Tech, blew a big lead, and lost in overtime, 80-77. to Oodleburger. Mm. Tight turnarounds for those big 12 teams. Had to play that really was. Monday. That really was. I mean, it. at least they all had the quick turnaround, but still. Like home teams yeah. got an advantage there. I mean, Texas was on the road. They go home. Baylor was at home. They go on the road. Uh, Texas Tech was at. Wait. Texas Tech was at home. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, the previous game. LSU. They were at LSU, right? Had to be. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then Iowa State. Wasn't Iowa State at Missouri or was that at Iowa State? Mostly it was home teams winning. So I guess Missouri was at home. I think the only road teams that won were Kansas. So that, that's a tough turnaround for Iowa State. I'll, I'll give them a little bit of a, well, I don't want to say a pass. But to go at Missouri, then two days later, I mean, that, that had to be a straight flight. I doubt they went home. Mm-hmm. Um, Your boy has his bracket out, by the way. Oh, does he, did he finally have his link right? Yes. Oh. All right, hang on. We'll get Shouts that out, again. Joe. Good, good pull, uh, Brent. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but tonight in the SEC, you got Mississippi State at South Carolina. Um, I'll get the list of all games here. You got Texas A&M at Arkansas. And the big one on Are you are you kidding me? This game is on Big 12 slash ESPN plus Kansas State at Kansas. Eight o'clock. I think I have the Big Twelve network. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll maybe I'll keep an eye on that one. Uh Vanderbilt is at Alabama on SEC Network. And Kentucky is at Ole Miss. So those are your SEC games. Uh, other top 25, San Diego State's at Nevada. You got uh, Indiana at Maryland, West Virginia at TCU, UConn's at DePaul. And that may be it. Uh, Wake Forest at Duke. Neither of those teams are ranked. But that's games on ESPN at 7 o'clock. Uh, Miami is hosting Virginia Tech. They are in the top 25. And Clemson's at Boston College. So, rounding out some ACC games there. Chris, you look devastated. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm mm-hmm. just thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Lenardi has released his 68-team bracket. One seeds. Purdue, Alabama, Houston, Tennessee. I'm trying to decide if I like t- the the setup here for Tennessee. I definitely like your first and second round matchups. Um, 
it. Is that Maryland Eastern Shore? I've never heard of them. Uh, that would be your first round matchup. Then you would play the winner of Clemson and FAU. Clemson the eight, FAU the nine. On the other half of that half of the bracket is UConn, Kent State, Iowa State, and Louisiana, which sets up a potential Sweet 16 matchup against the Cyclones. Mm. I don't know what Hickman would do there. Sit in a corner and suck his thumb, probably. Ah, thankfully, I'm not going not to say anything. Uh, in the bottom half of that bracket, you have six-seed Providence, Kentucky-Oklahoma in the play-in game for the 11, three-seed Virginia, 14 Furman, the seven-seed Missouri Tigers, they've moved up to the seven line, 10 Maryland, who we've already seen, Texas is the two-seed, and Eastern Washington the 15. So... I'd, probably, I'd take that. I think I'd, I'd, I think I'd be okay with that. I know, you know, I don't love playing teams twice, but when you handle them and you seem to match up well, I mean, getting catching Texas, like, feels good. Yeah, and if the ribs aren't stiff, playing Maryland with a decent basketball might not be that big of a deal. There you go. I'm guessing he has, a, is like, the third overall one seed mm. because he's got Purdue having, and Alabama both getting the playing uh, I 16 think... seeds. Wouldn't that mean – they're the top overall seeds, but they're getting the playing game to find out who they play in the 16. Or does it matter to you, do you think? How does that work, Nate? Seems like... Say that again? So the play-in games for the 16 seeds would be Bama and Purdue's 16s. Yeah. Is It doesn't always align with okay, the that's what I was wondering, because in theory, it's like you'd give them the weakest 16, but... If the team wins a game, they wouldn't have been the weakest six team, but they would have an, a game already played. You see what I'm saying? So there is that, but sometimes, I mean, it's a 16, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes teams can use that as an advantage, but then rest does become an issue. See, I think Bama right now would be in the toughest little region right there because you're looking at a Carolina eight, even though it is in Birmingham, but then Gonzaga, Kansas, Indiana, Baylor. Baylor yeah. I mean, that's tough. Arkansas and Creighton in that one too. That's yeah, a, that's that's, that's, that's a region of death mm-hmm. for Alabama. Ones, I think the one seeds would be maybe Houston would have a time with Arizona, but yeah, I think I would prefer Houston's over ours, but not by much. Uh, Purdue's is pretty tough, man. They, that they have Auburn as the eight. We all know Bruce Pearl in March, man. That's it's kind of tough. Well, Southern Cal, the nine. Typically, has teams that can get hot. Although mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, this team's a little Clemson different too. First in ACC right now, I think. They lost to South Carolina. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Clemson is the best team in the side. ACC, and they lost to South Carolina, who is arguably the worst team in the SEC. Rivalry games, man. You know, just never know. Throw the record books out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson, PJ Hall. That'd have been a nice get. We could have snagged him back in the day. Yeah, we ran on him. AM's on the first four outlist, it looks like. They live on that first four outline, don't they? Yeah, they've been there they for three there years. Last, yeah, yeah. Last year, oh, that's a good point. Uh, Arkansas, I think, has potential to be a Dark Horse Final Four candidate from the SEC if they can get Nick Smith back. So. 
does he have that like the order of the seeds? Are we the th- third? I'm trying to work down. He doesn't. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to so know. Maybe the. I think we're the fourth. I think we're the third. I mean, I don't think we're the fourth because I think. Uh, is Arizona. it weird? It's kind of weird that Texas would be our two seed. Yeah, I think Arizona's Oof. is is five overall. Texas Heck, he might have a second. No, because he I says Alabama's the AQ from the SEC. So I, I well, guess he. Texas would be ranked ahead of UCLA, right? And, and Kansas would they be the second? Yeah, I guess two so. Seed? Yeah, I guess so. So uh, Arizona will be the five. Then Texas is six. Then Kansas is seven. UCLA's eight. Would be what he's got it the way he has it shaped out there. And you could go up to the threes as well. <coughs> is that, wouldn't you have Kansas above Texas right now? I don't see why yeah, you sorry. can. That's what. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or that's what I should have said. Yeah. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, Arizona will be the five. Uh. No, you're right. Why is wouldn't Texas? Why didn't Texas and Kansas flip? Flip. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, I mean Kansas just beat Kentucky. Texas lost, they but they did beat Baylor last night, and this was updated post that. And they're the same conference, so you shouldn't run into any. Have they haven't played yet? Have they? I don't. No. Oh, okay. Well, Interesting. I mean, you got to punish Kansas for losing three in a row, though. No, that's true. Well, and Texas won last night. That's what I said. Yeah. So, yeah and this is yeah, after that. Uh, that so way. Maybe so. that bumped and, like, them back ahead. Deciding factor, like. Oh, Texas is the AQ. He's got them ahead. For sure. He has Texas ahead of Kansas. So he has Texas winning the tournament. I mean, I'm just assuming he puts the AQ on the team he thinks is the best team in that conference right yeah. now, yeah. resume wise. Hmm. Yeah, because. So that means he has Bama ahead of us then. Right. Yeah. 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 Purdue one, Bama two, which is interesting. Tennessee three and Houston. Four. Considering we're at least two spots ahead of them in both polls, I but why, who would he? Why doesn't Houston have an AQ next to them? That's a fair question. There's Good no question. way they don't win that conference. Who tournament. else is in their conference? I don't even know. Memphis. Where's Memphis in here? Yeah, it's like Memphis, Tulsa. Maybe just for UCF Memphis Temple. Is, <laughs> he may have just forgot. Memphis is up in the last four buys. Hmm. I don't weird. see an AQ from their conference. Just trying to glance at this really fast. Yeah, I don't know. So I think you just forgot to add that on, maybe. All right, we'll come back with more. Stick with us right here. Hour three continues on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> Looking through uh, the minority <laughs> bracket. I mean, can we start hanging banners for Texas A&M? First team out again. Of course, usually if you're the first team out at this point in the season, if things don't change, you're out. I mean, because there's always going to be the Cinderellas that win some conference tournaments and bump. Like, you need to be, you know, last four buys to feel like you're on the right side of the bubble. So they got work to do. Yeah, they do. Last four buys are Boise State, Maryland, Memphis, West Virginia. Last four in Pitt, Penn State, Kentucky, Oklahoma. First four out, Texas A&M, Nevada, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin. Next four out, Arizona State, Ohio State, Seton Hall, Utah State. So they're 15-6. and six. Upcoming games for Texas A&M at Arkansas. Loss. You keep saying that, but Arkansas has not looked good lately. 
They're starting to figure it out a little bit. They're pretty good at Baylor. I mean, that's a tough team, tough environment. Uh, Georgia, they'll get a win. They get Auburn at home. Better win that one. At LSU, Arkansas at home, at Missouri. Then they host us at Mississippi State, at Ole Miss, and then Alabama to close the season. They they got enough games. They got opportunities. Yeah, to do it. But man, those aren't the easiest ones, though. No, well, that's the point. They blow it with the in the non-conference, and then here they go, living on the edge, living on the edge. I'd like to see him make it. Mm-hmm. Alabama's on. Midwest just—I think you said this. I mean, it just looks brutal. Am I crazy? Didn't even notice Creighton down there. You got Bama. Yeah, I mentioned them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough. Bama, Kansas, then uh, Gonzaga's the three. <laughs> Baylor's <laughs> the four. Yeah, I get no, thank you. <laughs> they did already play <laughs> Gonzaga though, right? Yeah, yeah, they won that game pretty handily, I believe. Uh, did they? I thought Still so. Now Gonzaga beat them. Wouldn't this be the year Gonzaga wins the whole thing? You know, like every year they're the number number one overall seed, and they they eventually slip up. I mean, they haven't exactly you know choked and lost games to like really bad teams, but they can't quite get there. And then the team, it always seems like the team that's nah, kind of ho hum, not as good, kind of farts around during the year is the one that. I still don't know if they played the defense. Can get hot and win. Gonzaga beat them a hundred and ninety in the. Well, C.M. Newton classic. Well, and Carolina and Alabama were in the hundreds too, right? Was that a triple overtime game? Yeah, I believe it was. I mean, Alabama does not play much defense. That is one thing. Charleston is the 12. I think they've only lost once this year. Does Is Bama getting credit for beating North Carolina when they were number one? Like, does that count as a quad one win? Even the, like, Mm-mm. Okay, I was, so they, they restack that as yeah. the season goes on? Okay. So, like, at one point you could have four quad one wins and then by the end of the season, one. That's the way I understand it. I mean, I don't – it wouldn't make any sense to – Yeah, I'll, I mean, it's far and away the toughest. I mean, just the other three don't look that bad for the one seeds. If you're going to do it today. Man, they should have lost to Mississippi State. That would have really helped us. Like are they, are they sliding a little bit though? I mean, they beat Missouri, but then they they really probably should have lost to Mississippi State. Then they get killed by Oklahoma, Vanderbilt tonight at eight thirty. Games can move in and out of quadrants throughout the season. Okay. Then they're at LSU, which that's a joke. Who cares? So I just said that Bama defense, you know, not the not the best, but actually, Billy Stats just texted me. According to Ken Palm, they actually have the sixth best defense, but when you you just got to factor in pace of play. They're going to be a lot more offensive possessions mm-hmm. for the opponent. So, yeah, uh, Tennessee's four and one against quad one, three and two against quad two. Um, you know, Houston is four and one against quad one, but five and zero oh against quad two. But they have a quad three loss. Uh, Alabama six and three against quad one, five and zero, oh, three and zero, oh, four and zero. Oh. Uh, so all their losses are quad one. Hence the whole like. You know, resume's better thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team with the most quad one wins is Kansas. They're eight and four against quad one, no other losses. Uh, Purdue is seven and one against quad one, no other losses. Uh, Arizona seven and two, quad one, three and one in quad two. That's the blonde team that Hickman read earlier. I I find it tough to put Tennessee ahead of Arizona. 
Oh yeah, I do too. I agree with that. We're doing that. Um, I mean, Baylor's seven and five, quad one, no other losses. Like if the tournament started today, though, I don't see how Arizona's not a one seed, and I would be fine. I think you could put Tennessee three, and then I have us at four. But like Houston, not Cress, the university. I just if the tournament started today, having them still on that one line. With a quad three loss, I just don't see how you can justify that at all. Yeah. Could you could you imagine the conversations from these bracketologists if we had a quad three loss right now? No, we'd be like four seed. <clears throat> I guess the thing with this is what makes Arizona so weird. And I thought this earlier when they lost to Utah. I mean, at the time of the game, they beat number seventeen San Diego State, number ten Creighton, number fourteen Indiana, number six Tennessee. But their losses. They've also beat they beat number five UCLA, but their losses are to unranked Oregon, unranked Washington State, and unranked Utah. Well, and I guess that's it. Two of those teams must barely be in quad one. One of them's in quad two. So, it, I mean, it when something goes from quad one to quad two, or or is like a team that's at the tail end of quad one. I mean, you can't just go on the numbers. So I guess that's where you know. When you really debate those teams, you can actually pull Tennessee ahead of Arizona mm-hmm. if you want to, or pull Arizona behind other teams. So that's just it's tough. It's tight. That's okay. Hmm. Like if you like, uh, Lenardi had Kansas behind Texas. That's just got to be kind of a you know last last ten games type of thing. You know, I mean Kansas is. Resume is technically stronger, and they haven't played yet. That's what you guys said. So they both lost Tennessee. I mean, I don't. Uh, I mean, that's just just you got to separate them for now. It's not going to matter. I mean, that that'll shake out. Mm-hmm. So when you combine, I mean, you know, just there's the quad stuff. Then you got to combine the strength of schedule because that that'll factor in a little more of where teams are within those those quad numbers but yeah the, the teams do move around so when teams that you've played do better that helps your right numbers right absolutely yeah that alabama region is whew, that is something tennessee currently number two in the net rankings i don't know if we mentioned that number one in kim palm number, oh no i was just okay. i was happy Gotcha. Number two in the net, number one in the Kempom, number one in Torvik. No, I didn't check that one. Did you say that earlier? Number one in Kempom for sure. Um, Oops. I mean, per- Purdue, uh, this is how crazy Jerry Palm is. I think he just forgot. Number to one update. in Torvik. I think he forgot to update the top end of his bracket. That sounds about right. Lenardi has Kansas State as a three seed, and that's moved up from the last ranking. And Palm has them as a one. Worthless. Stupid. Yeah, like I mean, at some point, this is like you can't even be taken seriously at that. Ooh. Can you imagine Kentucky in the playing game against Oklahoma? <laughs> They've not won an NCAA tournament game since PJ Washington was on campus. That's crazy, dude. Crazy. Uh, Oklahoma looked pretty good. Oh yeah, they're. They're they're those no those, they're not scrubs. Those are those teams that you kind of you almost want to avoid, right? Mm-hmm. What's the kid's name that plays for them? Sheffield, right? 
Yeah, the one that went off. That that kid's legit. hadn't hadn't been playing good until Saturday either. But he Do you have thirty? Yeah, he showed up at the right time. Grant uh Sherfield. Sherf yeah. Thirty points. He Oh, that's up for a second. He came off the bench. Uh he was eleven of twenty from the field. He was four of five from three. Oklahoma nine of thirteen from three in that game. Bama six of twenty two. Mm. I'm excited the that Tennessee's gonna get to make some trips to Oklahoma there and play basketball in that arena in the future years. Mm, are you? Yeah, it's a nice arena. It's what's, one of my it, what's it called? Uh, I don't know the name. It's all about the camera angle, you know, Chris. Oh, camera angle there, very appealing to watch. It is Lloyd. Oh yeah, Lloyd Noble. Do we just need to redo the seats behind the basket so that you can actually see the kids in the camera shots? Like push them closer to the basket. Yeah, or something. Maybe angle them around so they're more of like a. Like there's a curvature, so when they're out in the corners, you can see those students a little bit better. I'll put in a call. Or just bump those rows down. Like just just go with some like negative rows. You know, like we got the negative five row, negative four, negative three, negative two, negative one. Row zero. I also think then row one. CG brought this point up too about our watching games like on TV from Thompson Bowling. They need more lighting on the fans on the fans because Mm. it's just so dark. Like it just gradually just moves up. Well, it it doesn't help that the seats are black, so that's eating a lot of light. When they were orange, it almost always looked like it was fuller than it was, which is impressive because it was rarely ever full when the seats were orange. Mm -hmm. But it was just a much. They also went to those LED lights, what, like five or six years ago? Mm-hmm. And they're really focused on the floor and not the not the crowd, obviously. Gotcha. It's just little things like that. Yep. We'll come back. More Hour 3 next right here on Fan Run Radio. Our live stream is powered by Linderman Sports Medicine. They love getting people back in the game of life without surgery. It's located in Memphis, but people come from all over. Check out all the details at LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Tell me you heard about them right here on Fan Run Radio. According to Matt Bowen of ESPN, the 2023 top NFL free agent quarterback is an easy call. Yeah. Who do you think it is? Aaron Rodgers. Probably Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady. Is Rodgers a free agent yet? Technically? Technically, I don't think so. Lamar Jackson. That guy's a bum. They're going to franchise him. He's not a free agent. He's trapped. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second, I think, I guess this is like currently would be a free Uh, agent until they tag him. Anyway, what you got? Number number two would be Geno Smith. Okay. Wow. Okay. Another bomb. Number three. Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, it, the number three quarterback. Invalid list. <laughs> He's number one on every list. Number four by a hair. Daniel Jones. I didn't realize he. Oh yeah, they didn't pick up his option. Pay the man. They're gonna pay him. I think I saw he may demand. Or command, I should say. I don't think he's going to demand it. Yeah, thirty million a year for Daniel Jones. Oh man, good year to have a good year. That seems like a lot. I don't know how good a year he really had. I mean, it could have uh, been bad. But Garopp- Garoppolo rounds though. out the top five. He balled. 
Yeah. Against the Vikings. Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the number two overall free agent would be offensive tackle for the Chiefs, Orlando Brown, mm-hmm. who is uh, a monster. Man, he wanted to come here, and we didn't make that happen. Shouts out. Thanks. Uh then it's uh, Javon Hargrave, D-tackle, Eagles. Darren Payne, D-tackle, Commanders. I'm trying to see here. Saquon Barkley is the number eight overall free agent. Okay. Feels like they're probably going to re-sign him if they yeah. can. Uh, apparently he's a big franchise tag candidate mm. for the Giants. Gotcha. Well, I didn't realize how many of the uh, – like really important players for the Cowboys are entering free agency potentially. Did you see Kellen Moore already Schultz has a new ain't... job? Yeah, <laughs> that felt like it was all planned out, right? I guess so. Chargers, right? I thought it was the Rams. Yeah, Chargers. It is Chargers. Chargers? Okay, mm-hmm. I get those LA that's, teams. It's a pretty pretty good get. Well, at least. Um, Dallas will know one way or the other at the end of next season. Yeah. Like, if McCarthy stinks. Like, th- there's no one else to blame if you're Mike McCarthy after next year. Right. No, then he has to get re- – then he gets rid of Dak and is like, well, let me get – let's get another quarterback and let's try it one more time. And then and then it's his fault. Dak looked so good against Tampa Bay and then uh, reverted right back to his old interception throw himself. Would have been nice if he had done that a week early. Yeah, but that Tampa defense not not very good. Well, we ran down the list of games for uh, Tuesday just to finish out your SEC schedule. Obviously, tomorrow or uh, yeah, tomorrow, Tennessee travels to Florida. It's a seven o'clock tip off on ESPN two. Mm-hmm. Um, on SEC Network, you have the classic bad doubleheader: uh, Georgia at Auburn and LSU at Missouri. Seven and nine. Georgia beat Auburn earlier. Look out! Oh, there you go. Going on the road. So, uh, man, those are football games. Be lit, but <laughs> Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Auburn. Unfortunately. George is having a tough football offseason. Huh? Off yeah, we didn't really talk about uh, Stetson. And then Bennett, uh, the eighth or whatever he is. Offensive coordinators interviewing with the Bucks. Mm. Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin. I, f- I figured that might happen. Isn't he an NFL guy? Didn't he bounce around remember. and come back? He's got that brother. I get him mixed up. I don't know. Yeah. Is he an NFL guy? I mean, I guess you don't really notice it when they won back-to-back national champions. Well, but still, that's... he was lights out this year, though. I thought. He was so good. Yeah, yeah he was with. Made the, me sick. He was with the Browns and the Bucks. And then after a stint in college, before that with the Jags, so he he's been in the NFL some. He's with the Jags for four years as the wide receivers coach. And he was with the Bucks for sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, and then went to the Browns for nineteen. And then Georgia last two years. Been a head coach way back in the day. Or not, Southern Miss, he was a head coach. 13 and 25 overall record, 0 and 1 in bowl games. Did win the Conference USA West Division once. Alabama met with the Washington offensive coordinator, it looks like, yesterday or a day before that. Ryan Grubb. He did throw it all over the yard this year. Yeah, it's true. Did you see who they're targeting at uh, D coordinator? No. Yeah, you did. I mean, you might not have seen it, but like you, you know. Say it. Say it. Who? 
Say it. Oh, I'm not going to say it. Former defensive coordinator from Alabama. Defensive back. Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah, there it is. Good job. Way to piece that together. No. They're trying to get him cleared no. by the NCAA. No, I don't believe it. They are. Uh, I don't believe They're it. trying to make it happen. No. Who? Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt. Where? Bama. Oh, wow. He's an Alabama guy. He wants to go home with Papa he's a Saban. He's cheater now, though. Like, you can't just pretend like he's not a what cheater. What do they care? Well, I mean, they care about the perception, not the reality. I don't even know why Saban needs a defense coordinator anyway. Well, when he's yelling at a ref, they got to yeah, have somebody to call a play. It's in the play in. Okay. Makes sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. But yeah, that's your, uh, your slate of games for tomorrow night as Tennessee takes on Florida. It's going to be a big one. Uh, tonight, I don't even know if it's worth watching. Maybe A and M Arkansas might be interesting. That's a that seven, one could get good. Seven o'clock on ESPN two. So Mississippi State to South Carolina six thirty SEC Network. Eight thirty got Vanderbilt Alabama SEC Network. Nine o'clock Kentucky is at Ole Miss. I will skip that one. Keep an eye on Vandy Bama tonight. Okay, we'll do it. See how how the tide bounces back. They are at home. Vandy's. They're, they're, I mean, they're they're pest. I mean, I'll give them that. They are. Yeah, they can score a little bit. Final segment. Back at you next. You know, the uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge, it almost got me to watch the Big 12 game last night. So maybe that works for some people. I don't know. Wait. It almost got you? To- yeah, I mean, the, well, the Lady Vols are on, so I turned it on and watched the fourth quarter of that. Mm. And then the... Uh, sorry, sorry for your trouble. Yeah, the... I guess it was, you know, Texas and Baylor came on after, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I started to watch it, but then I didn't. Because we had just played Texas. Right. And I'd watched the end of Baylor-Arkansas over the weekend. So I was just thinking, maybe for someone else, maybe that maybe that couple extra eyeballs on Baylor-Texas, or, or vice versa, maybe. Maybe some of the Big 12 fans will watch a little SEC basketball now just for a minute. So I don't know. Maybe it works. Maybe that does work a little bit. I mean, it definitely helps compare some of the resumes late, later in the season, but... I think the is Big it, 12 is the best conference to watch. Is it more frustrating? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, Tennessee's my favorite team to watch, and, like, Bama's fun to watch, and it's fun to watch Kentucky lose, but <laughs> outside of that, it's like I don't really care about sitting down and watching LSU play Texas A&M. Yeah, and the Big Ten's good. A&M's pretty good, though. I mean, if you said LSU, Ole Miss, I'd say you can have but it. But it's like there, it's like, oh, Iowa State, Kansas State. Or it's like, oh, over here you got Baylor, Texas. Or it's like, oh, Texas Tech is about to pull an upset on a top five team in the country. Gotcha. It's just a good conference to watch basketball. 
Is it more frustrating that the Lady Vols can play an undefeated LSU team on the road and kind of hang around but then never win that game? Or would it be... I think they're getting better, but their schedule's getting tougher. Okay. They going to make the tourney? Yeah, uh, they'll make the tourney. I think... They they're gonna have they to do it. They're gonna have to keep doing a lot of work in the SEC. They can't start dropping games to bad SEC teams. She needs to beat one of these better teams. Is she gonna have another opportunity? Well, she gets South Carolina, but you're not. She's not gonna beat South Carolina. I think she gets them twice, maybe. Might they could beat South Carolina, Chris? You don't know that. South Carolina's light years ahead of. Are they really? Hickman, what are you doing? Do they really only have one conference loss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, last night that was the first one. Okay. Very good. Besides those LSU and South Carolina, uh, yeah, they have no ranked opponents left, Chris. Right. Other than South, South Carolina. Carolina. Other than yeah. Other than the best team in the in, country. No, come on. Ten- Tennessee and women's basketball. We'll we get the, we get the Notre balls. Dame playoff treatment. It was the largest crowd ever for <laughs> watching an LSU game in that really? arena last night. Yeah, it was, it was loud. Uh, for the people complaining on Twitter about Kelly Harper, just keep in mind that she has the same amount of Sweet 16s as Rick Barnes does. That was totally unnecessary. And she's. I'm just saying, put it in perspective. Like Everybody's ready to get rid of her. I don't even think that's true. But Yeah, I don't think that either. People are just—they're disappointed in the way this season's gone. But you do sit at eight and one in conference, and I don't oh, know. Like tough—they still play a tough schedule, and they just haven't beaten. Well, I think it's—is it the toughest or second toughest in the country oh, this year? It's up there. Does she just need better players, or I don't know if it, if well, yeah. I mean, you you always need better players. I think I. Th- they're going to be the third best team in the SEC, and there's no way in hell the SEC is only going to get two teams in the in the NCAA tournament. That's, yeah, that's like they're fair. they're in. But when you're in as the you know the eight or nine seed, mm-hmm. that's tough because these teams that been that they've been losing to, that's who you're catching in the second yeah, round. Yeah, If if you win your first round game, even. So that's a pre Sweet Sixteen exit. You know, even if you are a little better than that, because you couldn't. Have a better resume. Yeah. No, it'll it'll be interesting to see what the um, what the committee does. I mean, I mean, their losses are to number fourteen, number twelve. They did have a couple unranked. They dropped in a, in a row. This was, I guess, at the time, so maybe it's not the best. But Virginia Tech was ninth. Stanford was second. Uh, UConn was fifth. LSU's third. Obviously, South Carolina's number one. That's the only team left on their schedule that's ranked. They can't really, you can't. They can't really improve where they're at, but if they start, if they lose a couple of these games, they could definitely go down. I mean, these teams are god awful. Well, I really like her. So, South Carolina is ridiculous. They beat Coastal Carolina one hundred two to thirty nine. You yeah. heard, you heard that right. Yeah, they're a juggernaut. They beat ETSU one hundred one to thirty one. Hell, they beat Kentucky on the road ninety five to sixty six. They beat Vanderbilt 96 to 48. Good. 92 to 46 against Arkansas. They're so good. They play UConn and LSU both coming up. So, be some showdowns before we get to tournament time there. Also, for the the Lady Gamecocks. Some SEC uh, basketball tonight to check out as we get set for our Wednesday. uh, I guess it's kind of a rivalry game in Gainesville. The yeah, Gators, yeah. Seven o'clock. There was a fight at the end of the game last year. That's true. We'll all those you, players uh, are gone for Florida, but <laughs> there might be some tension. We'll get you all set for it tomorrow. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.